Heather Johnson, how are you? I'm great, Steve. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. So you are with uh, what some people might look at and go, huh? I know it's Gozenta. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I've I've had you guys on before, and I really like, I, I I don't know, I really like your brand and your logo. Like it's it's so simple and perfect, like simple in a good way. Yeah. Um, so so since we've already had you guys on, give us the really quick version of what is Gozenta. Yeah, so um, it goes into where our name came from is uh, my husband and I uh, um, co-founded Goes Into, and we were trying to think of what are we going to name this company? And we thought it was going to take hours. So we had a long road trip and we were all ready to like, you know, spend it trying to come up with uh, with an idea. And we were kind of driving out the driveway and I said, Brian, that story you told me about your grandfather helping, um, having you help in the garage with him and saying, can you pass the Gozinta? And his grandfather and Brian said, well, what is a Gozinta, Pops? And, and he said, it's a thing that goes into here. And I was like, that's the story. I mean, mm -hmm. that's it. We make software that makes your information goes into the places it needs to. So at that time, we had a Mobius, which was our product that we branched off our company based on, which is an accounting integration um, that, that moves things from uh, ConnectWise Managed to QuickBooks Online. So invoices expenses procurement um and then payments coming back from quickbooks online we just launched last week goes into payments which is like ah we're so excited about it um and that's kind of uh, competing with connect booster and ysync so we're joining that game and we also have text which is a text to ticket integration just for manage right now but we're getting a lot of demand for other psas as well that is so cool. So, yes, I think you will continue to get demand for other PSAs because, let's, let's be honest, there's other games in town besides ConnectWise Manage, right? Um, so, you know, there's Autotask PSA. Uh, Halo PSA is the one that I think at the end of this year is going to get uh, become really exciting for people just because mm. toward the end of this year, they plan on lowering their minimum 10 user thing so okay. you know as they continue to lower that it's mm -hmm. you know and and continue to allow smaller and smaller companies um it's it's just going to make more and more sense for you guys to be able to work with a tool like that and then there's you know synchros and Ateras of the world and all the you know there's so many um what I, you know, do, do we even need a PSA? Could we use your tools without it? Well, that's actually what we're going towards this upcoming Good. year. We're working on having payments so that you can accept payments without having a PSA. So, so, um, that is where we are heading. Uh, we, we don't, we don't, you need to get paid and, and let's make mm -hmm. it easier and let's not make it tied to having a, a hefty piece of software so that you can you can um, make your own invoice and then get it sent out and get paid. Excellent. So I want to take just a few minutes and talk about text because this is a neat little software. And and again, I I know that this is uh, at least 
you advertise it as a ConnectWise only thing. Um, is this coming to other platforms? We have a lot of Autotask um, customers. We have um, that that are on a kind of waiting list for it. It okay. it is not our um, where our focus is right now is payments. That's we are a small mom and pop uh, software sure. shop, so you know that's where we're we're putting our efforts at right now. But again, you know us. People with that are using other PSAs, let us know because obviously, if we have hundreds of people ready to to subscribe to ticks for something else, we're going to be changing our our focus. But yeah, well, I, I gotta say, I just love the concept. It um, it, you know, if you guys go to the ticks page on gozenta.com, um. It's it's just really refreshing to see that you guys have made it so simple for people to get text message updates for their tickets. And I I know that uh, not only the customer can get it, but I believe you can also have the tech get it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You can add them on as a resource with their cell phone number. And the whole conversation goes between the customer and the technician. But... The whole history of it stays on the ticket, so you're not mm -hmm. out of the loop. Um, before I came to Gozinta, I worked at a company that had an MSV before I even knew what an MSV was. And, you know, that technician gave me their their personal cell phone number um, yeah. because, you know, there were times that I needed to get in touch with him faster. And that, to me, was the best way to communicate because I was always on the run. Funny thing is that I didn't realize he was getting married and I texted him like right while he was preparing to walk down the aisle. And the, the guy was wonderful. He like messaged me back. He's like, oh, I'm I'm going to let someone else do because because I'm actually getting married right now, which I felt terrible about. But this kind of takes that out of it because you can still have the customers tech that text their technicians. Well, you could also reassign it to another technician if they are walking down the aisle. It, they don't have to stay on that ticket forever. That's so um, great. Yeah. And the other thing about ticks is it's like 10 or 15 minutes at tops, if you're really particular about your in picking your inbound number um, to set up. Uh, when we went to IT Nation the first year after launching ticks, some of our users were like, we love ticks. It's just stupid simple. And that's what we love about it because it is. It just does what it's supposed to do. And that's communicate with your customers where they're at. So uh, looking at the website, it does look like, and and maybe you have a, a secret price somewhere, but it looks like right now it's annual pricing, $50 a month, so $600 a year if my math is correct. Yep. And uh, with that, you you get the inbound phone number. So it's a different number than your current business number. It is. It is in the same area code, though, however. And that's one one inbound number that you need per mm -hmm. service board. Um, sometimes we have people that will have multiple service boards and they'll want different inbound numbers. Very yeah. rare case, though. You know, that's that's sometimes if they want a service board that's for white glove service, they'll have a separate one. Sure. Um, but, um, yeah, you have the one inbound number. And then when a customer texts that number and it, again, it can be in that same area code, uh, they'll get a message back. This, your, this is your ticket number. It was received. You're going to hear back 
from another number. Now we have a pool of numbers that we use to communicate with, with the customers because the reason is if they text in again, you're going to have a whole bunch of tickets to keep track and the customer to keep track on one text number. So we separate it by a text number per ticket so that they can have multiple issues open at the same time. That's there really is, awesome. Yeah, there is also monthly pricing. It is $70 a month. And for your listeners, uh, they get two months free. Uh, awesome. and, yes. And so it's code rocket MSP, no space. Um, so, so go to the monthly plan and then put in rocket MSP. And I think in total, you get it for three months because we give you one month anyway. So Very cool. give it a good spin. I love that. So unlimited tickets, unlimited texting, unlimited contacts. Yes. 600 a year, or if you want monthly, that's an option as well. Yes. And there's That's one great. more thing. We have also bulk SMS. So you can take your contacts from ConnectWise. And if there's an outage where you can't email them all, you can quick send them a quick bulk SMS that says, we know there's an outage, emails down, we're working on it. So you don't have that mass confusion of how do we contact people and how do, how do we get in touch with everybody. That's, That's a awesome. great feature. I mean, yeah. some people just use it just for that. Uh, there was a Microsoft out outage at one point that I just put, you know, Tix does do this. Um, and I had four people sign up right then. Well, I, I was on my on the couch watching a movie um, and I just said, here, here's the link. Sign up. And they notified their customers within 10 minutes of the outage and me telling them about Tix signing up and then sending out the message that is so fantastic yeah i i i love that um so yeah and it, it doesn't have to just be a microsoft outage right you know uh yeah. it, it could be spectrum or, or whoever your cable provider is uh, or internet provider is down for the city i remember gosh it was probably 15 years ago now there was um a pipe burst in cleveland and it took out like a major, I don't even know who it was because I was low man on the totem pole working at another IT company. Um, but I just remember a pipe burst and it took down the internet for like a huge chunk of the Cleveland area. So this would have been great to be able to like shoot a text message to all of the clients and say, hey guys, uh, we know the internet's down, a pipe burst. So even if we call your internet provider, there's nothing we can do because it's taken down not just Spectrum, but AT&T and Windstream and all the other ones because they all go down the same pipe. It was um, like the backbone to Cleveland from somewhere else. So uh, I think they've since then improved their infrastructure. Um, so that way they've got more than one <laughs> backbone coming in. Uh, but yeah, you know, back then it was uh mid 2000s they just you know mm. i don't think they really thought about that kind of stuff especially with you know everyone leasing off somebody else mm. you know, right so love love that love text but mm. i think what everybody is really excited about <laughs> excited about <laughs> uh you know we've we've got some people that were I don't even know that anyone was ever truly thrilled to have to spend money on a platform to do something that 
MSPs feel that the PSA should already do for you. Okay. Yeah. So, so like Mobius, right. Um, or, or wise sync or, or connect booster. And I think there's a few others out there, but we don't need to get into them, but, um, a lot of people were with connect booster that I know and something happened. I don't even remember. Cause it's been a, it's been a minute, right? So what was it? Pricing went up uh, yeah, that dramatically. Yeah, contract or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it doesn't matter. For one reason or another, these people have have decided to do a mass exodus from one platform, and they started going to other platforms. And one of the platforms that I heard people going to, uh, I'll name names. I'm not scared. It's not you saying bad things, and I'm not even saying bad things. I'm just I'm just repeating what I've heard. You know, uh, WiseSync got like let's just say they got inundated, right? You know, they mm -hmm. they had a bunch of people sign up, and I think having all those people sign up at once made it so that the onboarding experience was taking a little longer than people expected, and you know, just it's what it is, right? So. Now I think there's people out there that all these people switched from uh, Connect Booster to WiseSync or maybe something else, and they may just have a bad taste in their mouth from this new platform that kind of started off rough. What was it like for Mobius when, you know, because did you guys have like that that mass exodus from Connect Booster into your platform as well? Well, so we... Yeah. We we love both teams for Ysync and Connect Booster. I sure. think we're we're you know oh, the vendor community is always very tight and and you know uh, it's always it's always rough to hear trouble that Ysync is going through troubles as well because we're all small and medium businesses and and all of a sudden an event like that puts it's it's an unexpected tax on on a system so so you know we feel for them going through that. Um, yeah, I mean, Connect Booster often sent people to Mobius for uh, a more complete sync tool. Um, so we did have a lot of Connect Booster customers that did end up switching. Some of them also held out because we were about to release payments. Now, we have been working on payments for a while. This isn't something that we just, you know, happened to release at, at a, this time of disruption in the industry um, for payments. We've been working on it for over a year. And, and then it was like, whoa, okay, wow, all of this is happening. But one of the things is we wanted to make sure that our product was was a great product that we stood behind it is not the same as connect booster and ysync and wise pay at this time what goes into payments is and it has its own differences as well uh, this is a white labeled way to accept payments from your customer so when you use mobius to sync because you do still need mobius standard subscription um it will send the invoice, you know, that manage invoice that everybody loves, that PDF of that manage invoice. And so it sends a PDF attachment of that invoice and a link to pay. And that email comes from the MSP's domain name. So it's not like, you know, um, MSP name at something else.com, which here you're trying to teach all of your customers not to click unknown links and then you're sending unknown links to pay. This is from your MSP's domain name. We worked so hard on that because anything with email and programming, ugh, it's a mess. 
But this is where we really wanted to do this right and different. So it comes from your email domain name, which looks great for the MSP because, gosh, you have your own payment system. Awesome. You know, that's really awesome. So the email comes, you have a link to pay for the invoice with that attached PDF. They click that course branded with logos, with your own MSP's logos, your, you know, every, everything that you would want on there showing it's coming from you. The customer clicks on the link. That link is also goes to your domain name. Um, it doesn't go to redirect somewhere else. And you're on a page with the amount to pay. You can pay by credit card ACH. Has your logo at the top of the page. They get their confirmation with your logo at the, at the, on the page. And you're set. It then syncs back to QuickBooks Online as paid and then goes back to manage. This upcoming year, we're also doing a customer portal. We know that having an automatic payment system, I mean, we want, we don't want to be chasing down customers to pay every month. We know we, everybody wants to have that automatic payment. Um, so that's going to be coming in the, in the near future. That's one of our next releases. We, that's already designed and, and, um, and, and ready to, to happen. So that's fantastic. Yeah. So, so I want to I want to break this down for the folks. So, Mobius is I'm going to call it a separate product for payments, even though payments kind of is a I'll call it a, an attachment, a bolt-on for Mobius. So you need both products for people to use. Goes into payments. Eventually, you may offer payments separate, but for right now, it's it's just easiest for you guys again as a small. We don't want to call you a mom and pop. Uh, a very custom boutique uh, software company for MSPs. Um, it just makes more sense for you to build it in a way that's fast and efficient for not only your team, but for the MSPs that are signing up for things. Very so, true. And we're proud of being a mom and pop shop. I mean, how yeah. many MSPs out there are mom and pop You're shops? You're right. You're right. You know, we we you know one of the our big things um, here for Brian and I when we we did develop this company was that we wanted to have empathy at the core. Before we started the company and we were dating, our mm. dates were helping small and medium businesses get their start for you know just giving free business advice. It was it's I what love we love to do. Brian and I are not the top paid people at our company. We don't do this because we're trying to get rich. We have what we need. We don't want extra. We just want enough and we want to help other small and medium businesses succeed. I'm the vice president of the National Society of IT Service Providers and uh, the uh, the committee liaison there. So I spend about seven to 10 hours a week um, helping helping with the legislation part of this and helping to get some organizations so MSPs have a voice. That has nothing to do with me selling Mobius or anything else. I just love this community. Brian and I are, are really dedicated to, to help these other small, medium businesses succeed. That is really cool. I, and the fact that, that you, may, you make it clear, not only do you want to help people succeed, but I mean, it's, it's okay to start a business to, to make money, but you're also saying, look, we don't have to be the smartest people at the company. We're okay hiring people and paying them more than we're making because as long, you know, you're taking care of yourselves, but you're also taking care of your employees, which is right. really great. 
Yes, absolutely. We want all of our employees to be happy, well paid, um, have the time to rest. You know, uh, mental health is very important, um, both with, you know, I, I talk a lot in the industry about mental health and taking time for yourself. And, and I keep that, of course, within our company and our culture. Good for you. I've I've spoken in the past about mental health. I don't remember what episode off the top of my head, but if I find, if I think of it, I'll, I'll maybe I'll send it over to you because I think uh, I think you and I might might think very similarly on that. Mm. So let's look at the pricing here. So for mm-hmm. Mobius, this is really cool. You have a free version. Yes, and the free version is because of helping MSPs just yeah. starting out. You know, you have that situation where you just, you know, paid a whole bunch for ConnectWise Manage. And as you said, sometimes it's not clear that you need that separate sync tool. And and we don't we we don't wanna, you know, we want people to grow. So to be able to have that relationship and help them start to build their business. First off, they become future future customers much mm-hmm. much of the time as they grow, but then we can help them as well. You know, we're right there for them. And so you've got that, you've got a light version, and then you've got the standard version. And I mean, between all of them, free does have some limitations, you know, because it's free. Be happy. And it's not, it's 50,000 a month of invoice sync. Like, that's not, that's, that's a lot, right? You know, that's that's 600,000 in revenue a year for free. Right. So, so like, we're not even talking about the small struggling in this piece. We're talking right. about usually at, at more than half a million, a healthy MSP. Right. Uh, and then once we get into light or standard, unlimited invoices, um, gosh, I, I saw it, it was easier up here. Unlimited invoices, unlimited expenses, payments, even unlimited QuickBooks companies, which is uh, I think a very unique thing. I, I don't know that any other, I just don't know that any other company offers that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I I, I, I can't speak definitively, but I, I think we are the only one. Um, you know, the other thing is our support that comes with it. We do have optional onboarding. We're the only sync tool that does optional onboarding. Um, the reason why is I'm not technical. So when I came to the company, I looked at our user guide and was like, I don't get it. So I was really, really, I took the time to kind of tease it apart and make it make sense for me so I could set it up. And then I had our four kids set it up, not knowing Manage, not knowing QuickBooks Online and not knowing our system. And once they were able to do it, of course, I'm sure they're more technical than I am. But as soon as I had those that, that user guide in a way that I felt like, here, this is how to set it up and this is how to understand our product, they don't need the onboarding. Mm-hmm. But it is also there um, if, if there's more handholding that's needed. Sure. So, and then the standard version is where you can start to bolt on things like payments they also have automatic vendor creation, classes, locations, multi-currency, and standard is where you offer auto-sync, whereas auto-sync. the other two, uh, it looks like you got to log in and hit a button. Yes, which 
it takes three seconds. You know, right. it's, it's it's logging in and hitting a button. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's really not a huge process at all. The thing is, set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want that? You know, if there's if there's ever an issue, you know, it will email you that says, you know, you do need to log in because there is an error and, and something didn't sync. But once you're set up correctly, that doesn't happen too much. And uh, our support team also is amazing um and and we we've, we've really hired for that you know we're, we're it's a very empathetic um um support team we also spent a year trying to make our error messages not frustrating um you know you 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 get something and it's like what does this mean so we took a year and looked at what are the errors that come up the most and let's just fix them um sure. you know and and then let's link our it, the the um set of issues let's link to a knowledge base article we try to make it so that the customer can easily fix it by themselves however a Seek and Audra, this is like, you get to know these people. People who are on our, our work with our support team love talking to them. Um, and, you know, Brian and I hop in from time to time because, you know, it's family owned. I've answered support emails while I'm cooking dinner. I, it's, it's just, that's, that's what you get when you deal with a family company. You get to know the family. You, you wash your hands after, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. We don't want to cross contaminate dinner. <laughs> no, yeah. Definitely not with support. Um, no. <laughs> State. So here's here's the the part where I'm gonna ask I'm gonna call it some gotcha questions. Ooh, okay. Um I'm gonna ask you about the payments processing charges. So I know there's um you know, payments costs money. You know, it's it's not something that you're magically giving out for free. So there's a monthly service fee. There's a PCI compliance fee. There's an annual regulatory fee. Mm. Is there more regulation than PCI compliance? Why don't we just... So we right now uh, are, have our own processor called MPI processing. So these fees are their fees that they have right now. We are looking in the future, very near future within this year of a bring your own payment processor um, or also uh, looking at uh, Stripe, which has also very low fees. Um, So we're looking at some additional options. Um, Yeah, this this from all of my research and I looked I looked really hard at what model to do because I really wanted it to be simple, like a standard three percent whatever standard percentage what i found out was that that is the way for us to make more money because there are some credit cards that are very low percentage so an interchange plus model while it's more confusing you know mastercard and visa if you look at our links we have some examples of you know it's like hundreds and hundreds of different store cards of visa um and each one of them has a little bit of a different percentage based on you know frequent flyer miles and Mm -hmm. everything else you know they all have a different arrangement so if we do an interchange plus model we end up sending the savings to our customers which is actually what we want to do we could make much more if we put a flat three percent because then those lower ones we would get all of that so I decided to do it this way because, uh, again, I'm always trying to save money for the customer. 
Sure. And then the the nice thing is, you know, you again, you guys have to be able to make some money here. So the transaction fees, for, so there's the 25 cents per item and then the 0.35% per item. How much of that goes to the processor you're using versus you get to keep? We get a small percentage. I I think it's like 0.1. It's not a, it's not a huge amount. Um, but, no, but once you start, you know, once exactly. you look at the fact that you're processing, who knows, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or whatever every month, right. that adds up. It does. Yeah, it's it's does. just like that movie Office Space. You just take a fraction of a penny. You just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, again, that's I, and that's why you know the the other models that were offered to us. It was like, oh yeah, we would make more, but this is this is good for us, and you know, to get more people on our standard plan, that's helpful as well. Um, so you know, for us, it's it's it stays consistent with who we are as a company. That's great. Now, uh, I was with a company that I won't name. It wasn't you or any of the big companies. Um, I was with a company and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like one guy that wrote the code and supported it and everything. And he had, again, like office space, he had a slight error in the code and it, processed one of my clients cards 86 times one day oh so it was i don't you know i don't even know the number of times it it processed but i know that it hit their credit card american express for like ninety six thousand dollars. oh my goodness um and needless to say that customer super not happy oh yeah uh yeah they they stayed a customer um, they, they no longer allowed me to process their stuff automatically, but they stayed a customer. So for, for the very small number of MSPs that have ever experienced this, or maybe even worried about this, like yeah. what, what kind of checks and balances do you guys have in place when it comes to uh, making modifications to the code and testing yeah. it and whatever yeah. else before implementing it live. That's a, that's a great question, and it's it's one of the things I I can speak of really proudly because of course I'm more on the business side and and I want things out like payments. I want it out like January, <laughs> but the testing and and built-in testing. So so Brian is really focused on the safety of our code making sure there aren't failures. So we have we have a team of five developers and our code, when we rebuilt uh, Mobius on the new API for ConnectWise, we took great care in making sure that we had backup testing built in so that we like everything was notified. They were fail safes on things. It was a really rigorous process. And, and at some points I was like, we can't charge more for this, but it is to prevent those kind of things that happen. And when we were getting ready to release payments, we then went through and tested and double tested and made sure that the safeguards were there. So, so things like that can't happen because, you know, we've been trusted, um, with financial data for 10 years now with, with Mobius and we're, we're really proud of that. And we really, 
we really pride ourselves on earning trust. Um, and that is so important with us. And with payments, we can't soil that. So yeah. that was a prime thing is that we can't screw this up. So it was four months of testing after building in the testing every single step of the way of building this add-on. Very good. Very, very good. Um, oh, you know, there's one other thing I forgot to mention okay. about. Um, they're into it has to be listed in their marketplace, has a really rigorous security review. It took, um, I think it took us 18 months to go through it. They went through every tiny little bit of code, had us tweak things. And we are the only managed integration that has the inter Intuit security review or uh, approval. So that that is a real badge of honor for us because we work so hard on it. And it's it's really exciting to have. You know, if you have that, yes. Where is it on the website? That is that is true. Uh, we have it in our blog, um, and I will that is send the you first place for it. There it is. I know you have to read our whole blog. Yeah, uh, that is a great suggestion, and I we have it in some of our Google ad advertising. But I am going to put that on our website that yeah, that, today. That should be on like the maybe <laughs> yeah. or the. Or yeah. payments or, or, or both. Right. I, mean, I, I think that's something that really needs to be, you know, like front and center for everyone to see. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. All right. Let's see. What other gotcha questions can I ask? So so you said you have employees. You've got you and Brian. Um, how many employees do you guys have? Currently, we are at eight employees. Including you and Brian or? In Including Brian and myself. Yes. Okay. We're completely remote. Uh, and yeah, all, all over, which is great. And we actually just opened up, uh, goes into BV, which is in the Netherlands. So we are Very now cool. expanding to Europe because Brian and I are moving to the Netherlands. Are you serious? Week. Yes. On Wednesday. <laughs> Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> well, you know, we really it's focusing on quality of life and and it's something we've always wanted to live in Europe. We will be back here for for conferences because I speak at a lot of them. Um, so we will be traveling back and forth. But we want to get rid of the cars and just have bikes and, and, and travel around and just, you know, enjoy what the world has to offer and, and not just wait for some other day when we want to fulfill one of our, that is so our bucket cool. list things. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. All right. So, uh, I got, where in the Netherlands are you guys moving to? So Harlem, it is 10 minutes from Amsterdam, uh, a 10 minute bike ride from the ocean, from the North sea. Um, it is an adorable city. It's called Little Amsterdam. Uh, we're four blocks from the main square where the cathedrals and all of the cheese carts and, and everything are. It is stunningly gorgeous. I mean, it is such a dream come true for us. And, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, and, and to be able to be in, you know, the, in, in the European side of things and, and, and work more with some, some European MSPs. We have some, but, mm -hmm. but want to get more involved in that community. So I have uh, some very good friends that 
man, it feels like forever ago, but it's only been a year. Uh, they moved to Romania. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So the husband is like from Romania. He moved from Romania to the States uh, when it was still USSR. Um, wow. So, you know, he he's... He's always been kind of homesick, homesick. I mean, he, he moved when he was like 12, 13, you know, but he, he's been back and, and he just loves it there. And I, I'm like super excited for them while like missing them terribly at the same time. Oh, like that. But that, like the, the thought of doing that terrifies me. Not because of, of any of the things going on. Okay. It's, it's because, um, I've got that fear that, like, you know, when people are talking and I can't understand what they're saying, that they're saying something to me. <laughs> you know, completely unwarranted fears. Not Yeah, probably. Probably. You know, a, a lot of the Dutch, uh, I think 90% of the Dutch people actually speak English. Okay. Um, so so when Brian and I have been learning Dutch for two years, uh uh, so which, you're even going to be able to speak the language a little bit. Yeah, you have to ask what time it is. Where's where, where's the bathroom and place an order, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we're really dedicated to kind of really integrating into society, and and it's it's just kind of like it's one of those things we always dreamed about. And then during COVID, it was kind of like, hey, why don't we just do this? And and now it's here. Uh, so, and I. I was I've been looking at Google Earth and I found Harlem mm. without without searching. I I just like to look at the map and see what I can find. That's only ten minutes from Amsterdam. Yeah, a ten minute train ride. Yep. Oh, I, I don't know why I was thinking they're getting rid of their cars. So I hope it's a one. <laughs> <laughs> well, their their train transport is so easy and affordable. That's awesome. Um, you can really go anywhere in the country within two or three hours, and and it's just. I mean, it's clean and it's easy and, and comfortable and you can, oh, it's just, uh, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> well, now, uh, Ikea's headquarters is in, is it pronounced Delft? Yes. Yes. So, so they're out there. Uh, yeah. do they, do they sell a lot of meatballs in the Netherlands? <laughs> well, yeah. And bitter balling as well. But, uh, yeah, I, I am a big Ikea fan. So yeah, I, there is a, there is an Ikea Harlem. I think, I think my daughter found it was a seven minute bike ride. So okay, I'm so, be off and yeah, getting no, Swedish meatballs. I never be able to get anything home on a bike. <laughs> can, can you imagine? <laughs> I know. I, I was like, I was like, they must have delivery because most everybody has a bike. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine getting like a, a huge, all these boxes and just strapping them <laughs> to the bike? <laughs> well, I gotta say, this sounds so cool. Are, are your kids like going out there with you or yes yes so our older two are coming with us our younger two are visiting summers with us um they're staying with their birth mom but okay. it, it's it's yeah really really wicked cool uh they're they're all excited whether visiting or or making a permanent move um uh, yeah yeah it, it's i can't wait to see their faces when they get there because they haven't been there and they're they're just going on our excitement about it and their search. So and you guys have been there, right? 
We went in September. Um, yeah. Um, Brian was a hundred percent in this plan, and I was like, we could try it. <laughs> uh, we can just maybe, can it stay in Airbnb. I'm not ready to. We did one tag sale, and I literally was like running after my stuff, and I'm like, we need to go here before I get rid of any of more of my things. <laughs> I need to That's go on So we went for three weeks and the moment we got back, I'm like, who wants all my stuff? Like, <laughs> really? like it, it was that big of a switch. I, it was, I, it, I've been a hundred percent behind this decision since I went and yeah. Well, I gotta, I gotta say, um, getting over to Europe is, is one of my life goals, not a, not a near goal. But when my kids are a little more mature, um, and and the Netherlands, I think, would be fantastic. I can't wait to hear what it's like for you. Maybe in a couple months, we can revisit this on a new podcast episode. Just mm-hmm. find out what it's like relocating to a, a completely different, you know, world, it, it'll feel like. Um, and, you know, man, I bet it's going to be so cool with all that, like, rich culture and history. You know, we've only got you know, several hundred years worth of stuff that's happened on this land when it comes to like the buildings and, and our culture. Um, whereas these, these other countries, I mean, they've got hundreds or thousands of years worth of, of history and culture and architecture and everything else. And that, that's just so much fun for us. Nobody wants to see us like on a beach, right? Like me and my wife. So my wife, I'd love to see on a beach, but me, nobody wants to see that. Um, so, you know, we we went north for our honeymoon, and we ended up on a cruise ship with a bunch of old people. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. What cruise ship did you go on? We we did a carnival, but we went to, um, we, we did a, a New England cruise. So we, we left from New York, we hit Boston, and then we did, uh, we did a an excursion in there with like the Salem witch trial stuff. Cause that oh. just, and then we went to Portland, Maine. And then we went somewhere in Canada. I don't remember. It had the reverse falls, like the reversing <gasps> waterfalls. Oh my really, goodness. It was really neat. Um, but it was also like a very industrial area, but then we also went to Halifax so it was just so much fun we had going there and, um, you know, just, just seeing, I mean, even different parts of the country. It's so fascinating, yeah. like going from Cleveland area up to like, you know, Boston and Maine, like, you know, they've, they've been there since the 1600s, 1500s, right. You know, like right. actually building, whereas in Cleveland, we've maybe only got 250 years of, of culture. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I just, I, I love I love seeing that kind of stuff. It's so much fun for us. But um, I do want to make sure that we can get you out of here on time. Uh, so, so please um, come back when when you guys are, you know, you know, in the swing of things and that kind of stuff in the Netherlands. Because I'd love to hear. You know, maybe yeah. you and Brian can both come on and we can just hear what it's like to to completely like. I, I don't know. Maybe not completely uproot your business, but you're at least uprooting your lives. Um, you're expanding your business and it's just so, I mean, that's, that's an adventure and 
quite honestly, I would probably be more like Brian and my wife would be more like you or like, <laughs> it's easy for me to just go all in without, for me, without really thinking about it. <laughs> and my wife just overthinks everything, right? So, um, but no, I, so great. So thank you, Heather. Uh, is there anything else that you want to let people know about any of your products before we close out? No, I mean, I just, I mean, I think the biggest message I can say is that, you know, we really do care about this. We really care about our products, our customers' experiences. Uh, it really means a lot to us. Um, this this is this is our heart and soul, um, as, as many people feel about their own businesses. And I think a lot of times when people think about the vendors that are out there, they're, they're thinking that they're these huge corporations and so many of them are small and medium businesses as well. Um, and the other thing, if any MSPs out there are not a member of the National Society of IT Service Providers, nsitsp.org, please, please join we need your voice. We need your action. There's legislation that's happening out there right now without us having any say about it. And it will just happen to us. We are trying to make change and have a voice in this conversation. And we can only do it together. So so please join in that. And N-T-I-N-S-I-T, National Society of IT Service Providers. <laughs> it has two different membership levels. Um, they do have a free level that you can join and, and just be a registered member, can attend all the meetings. But if you want like full voting rights, it's only $100 a year to be a member. So check it out. Uh, so yeah, go Zinta, G-O-Z-Y-N-T-A dot com. Or you can go to N-S-I-T-S-P dot org. Or not, not or, and. You should go to both. Check out both. Yeah, do um, both. And then shameless plug, you should also check out rocketmsp.io. And uh, maybe sign up for all three. We'll, we'll awesome. put that out there. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Thank you Steve. <laughs>